HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on Tour. I'm Harry Rosenblum. Today we're broadcasting live from Charleston Wine and Food Festival. I want to thank Ben's friends for making our coverage today possible. This afternoon, we're focusing our conversations on building a sustainable lifestyle and finding balance in the hospitality industry. Big thank you to Charleston Wine and Food for having us here. This is our fifth year in a row. We have a beautiful day today out here at the festival. So if you're listening and nearby and you're walking around and you're here in Marion Square, come by and say hi. Uh, right now, I'm really excited to get the chance to sit down and talk with Alan Shaw and Trinity Wheeler, who own Rhapsody CrossFit here in Charleston. Thank you so much for coming down to Thank sit down. Thank you for having Thanks us. for having us, yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about Rhapsody. Rhapsody CrossFit is relatively new, right? Yes. Studio? Well, we've been here since July of 2018. Okay. So we're actually coming up on coming our two-year two yeah. anniversary in July, which we're very happy about. Right. And you moved here from New York City. We did, yeah. We, um, in June, <laughs> actually June of 2018. Oh, wow. About a month before we opened the gym, that's when we moved down from New York City. Yeah. Um, did you do CrossFit and did you like I mean was this the the industry you were in in New York City as well so actually funny story that's actually how Trinity and I met um, I was a Broadway actor and Trinity is a Broadway producer and um, we met on Les Miserables the uh, national tour and 2010 2010 yeah. yeah we've been we've been going strong since then um, and we met then and then uh, we did Les Mis for seven years I mean I'm still working on it so I'm 10 years in now wow yeah um, so but we we were on it together for about seven years. Mm -hmm. We did the U.S. tour, we did the Canadian company, then eventually did the Broadway company. Right. And, you know, being on the road for that many years, we got really into health and fitness. We had always worked out, but we sort of discovered CrossFit along the way because what's really great about it is that you can, when you travel around the country, you can drop into all these different CrossFit gyms. Right. And it's what's unique about CrossFit is, is they're all privately owned, so they're all really unique. Right, right. It's not like going into a national chain. Chain, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, we visited. Like well, you, you were you were like dropping into somebody's living room. That's what it felt like yeah. or somebody's home, right? Exactly. Yeah, which is cool because everyone ha has like its uniqueness, you know, and its its own personality depending on where it's at in the different communities. Yeah. And so um, we got back to New York. Uh, we CrossFitted all while we're on tour. Yeah, and, and for me too, um, it's it had to be a part of my job. Right, my my job was physical. I, I was an actor. I had sure. my my instrument is my is my body. So it had always been a, an important part of my life. But when CrossFit became uh, sort of my main focus, um, it 
the layers of community and uh, competition, slight competition, both with yourself and with other people, yeah. um, and the drive to be in a group setting, um, all of those things were really appealing because um, they were all accountability factors for yourself. Um, and I think <laughs> with health and wellness, I think um, having accountability is really vital when you're trying to accomplish um, getting getting better at things right I mean, it so. sounds to me like it actually has a lot of corollaries to being in a company oh 100 being in an acting company or a production at company where you are spending time with people um helping each other towards either a physical or mental or performative goal yes absolutely absolutely and and so that's when so i was i was on broadway and then my my day job was i was a crossfit coach and i was one of the the senior coaches at crossfit nyc in new york um and in about in 2017 that's when les mis closed and it became my full focus um and i love theater i love acting i love singing all of that but um really health and wellness became one of my my main focal point and i said to trinity i said you know i love new york I love living here. I want to start my own business, and the it's saturated here. And, and New York is like the hardest place to start a business. It is. It's 100%. very hard. And I think he and I also were. Um, we turn. I turned thirty, and I said, you know, quality of life is a biggie for me. Right. You know, I the the industry that I was in. You know, I was very driven, and I loved what I was doing. But um, I was like, man, I really like. If I want to go to the beach, I want to go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I want to eat good food, like I want to go and like enjoy life as well. Yeah. Um, and you know, he and I both were. We looked at each other and we said, "Charleston is the place that we want." Yeah, we had to. we had put a lot of cities sort of on the table of what we were going to decide to end up in. Mm -hmm. And actually, the first time that we visited Charleston was during wine and food. Yes. Oh wow. Yes. And we went to several events. We had booked it way in advance and absolutely fell in love with the city. We, the, the people, the community, the food Culture, scene, as you know, yeah. is, is incredible here. Yeah. So it was a no-brainer to us. We did you know, market research, obviously, for what we were wanting to do here. Mm -hmm. And uh, we began the search and uh, it, found our space. It's interesting, too, because when we were finding the space, it was sort of like ducks were just lining up in a row. Like, it was, it was a snowball effect. It wasn't like that we ever hit, you know any any snag it would just kept happening time and that's why it just felt so right um sure and you know and trinity's still a, he is a broadway producer that, that's what he does for his full-time job so he does travel from here from charleston up to new york almost on a weekly basis yeah um but it's it's i love it it's easy you know <laughs> i love it's a 45 minute flight or an hour uh, yeah. whatever it is but. so you know we wanted to be downtown because we wanted to be right on the peninsula and it just so happened we found an amazing space on king street mm -hmm. and uh like i said we opened in july of 18 and it really took off here we found our community mm -hmm. and uh it's been great sounds and, like and you created the community as well it is I mean, it really like you know people were uh people were looking for something like that it seems I, I did some research and it sounds like you've been growing exponentially oh man it uh, people have been asking me and, and they're like how's it going and I'm like we are running full tilt like all engines going and it's I I could not be more thankful and more uh, blessed to have to be here in Charleston and and I was talking with some people about the community in itself and I actually the first like month or so that we were open I had the entire staff of the Charleston Wine and Food Festival 
into the gym. They did a, a sort of a corporate wellness uh, workout. And I, I don't know if you asked them, but I, I think I kicked their butts in a good way. <laughs> they loved in it. In a good way. They loved it. And that's when we actually started to have our conversations of being like, hey, I would love to be involved with the Wine and Food Festival in any way. Just because when Trinity and I were traveling, it was uh, a highlight for us. So yeah, I'm so thankful that I'm here this year doing one of the wellness yeah. events. Um, and it was great. It was at uh, Uptown Social on the roof deck. And um, I got some CrossFit on with, with, uh, with about 30 30 uh, festive, festival goers, which is nice. cool. Yeah. Very cool. What was really great about being downtown and having the business downtown is we have a lot of membership that's part of the food scene in Charleston. And it's we've we've gotten to go to a lot of places and experience a lot of different restaurants through them as well. And yeah. it's it's such an amazing community. And what we've learned about fitness in, in the years that we've been doing it is fitness is sort of secondary. It's kind of the community that comes first, that accountability, that showing up and kind of suffering together, if you will, really promotes, you know, fitness. And, and that's the kind of the side effect of, of community. And I think that's what's been so important when, when building the business here. So I want to talk a little bit about, like, schedule. I mean, yeah. you know, what does our normal day look like? For you, Alan, like, are you up at like four? I mean, uh, what time? I mean, that I, is when I, my alarm I don't goes do off. I myself. I mean, I, I do work out. I, I work with a trainer who's very involved with Z Health. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like body yeah, weight, understand body weight workout, that kind of thing, and and uh, a lot of mobility kind of stuff. But you know, everyone I know who does CrossFit, almost everybody does it like before work. Yeah, it is. I our, feel like. I mean, we have, that's our. Those are some of our busiest times. I, I my alarm goes off at 4 a.m. every morning, um, and even if I'm not opening the gym, my alarm still goes off at 4 a.m. just to make sure that someone's there. Um, but I start at 4 a.m. and we go five, six, seven, nine, noon, four thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty every day. Um, and for me, I think. You know, finding the balance of being a business owner, because it went from, you know, fitness being really integral part of my life um, and really vital for me to be successful. And now it's running your life. And now it's running my life. Absolutely. And and but I've really started to find that balance and strike that balance of being like, yeah, even though I'm getting up at that time, I'm still trying to stay really healthy in the sense of getting enough sleep, eating right. Um, and I also talk about it, too, in Charleston. The food scene is off the charts. The wine, it's like the wine scene is off the chart. So you, there's a reason why we have the gym. You come in and do the work there. So then you can go to Chubby Fish, right? <laughs> right. You go, you know, you want to go to home team barbecue. You want to go to Rodney Scott's like, that's the whole point. Yeah. So, you know, and that's quality of life stuff. I mean, so that's, yeah, that, that's the balance that I've been trying to strike. And I feel like we're, I, I feel like we're finding it here for sure. Um, Trinity, when you are not in Charleston, do you still do CrossFit in other gyms? Absolutely. I, I drop in wherever I'm at. There, I still go back to CrossFit NYC when I'm in New York with work. Um, but I do travel a lot because I have, a, I have um, a, several national tours that I look after, touring Broadway shows. And whatever city I'm in, I drop in. And what's cool about it is, you know, two, two years in, our, our gym has had growth. Um, within the four walls, but also outside of our four walls. We have a pretty successful podcast, um, health and fitness podcast and entrepreneurship. It's great. And, um, and so the brand is recognizable. We were actually, we were down in um, Disney in, in January. <laughs> oh we ran this, uh, Al and I trained last year for uh, it's a race at the Disney World called the Dopey Challenge. <laughs> 
It is it's dopey an applicable is, name. Dopey was, is the youngest of the dwarfs. <laughs> but yeah. it's a four-day race, and uh, on the day one, it's a 5K, 10K day two, half marathon day three, and then full marathon wow. day four. And, and now uh, I have peg legs for legs. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, you know, it's a little over 46 miles over the four days, and uh, it was so great. In the marathon, about mile 16, I was really hurting. And this guy runs by us, and he was like, Rhapsody, Charleston, good to see you. And it was just like it was a bit like, of validation cool. that, you know, that the gym is sort of growing outside of the four walls, and, and people are aware of us and what yeah. we're doing. It's That's pretty special. That's very cool. Um, I, I'm curious to know sort of how has CrossFit and, and Rhapsody as part of that community influenced touring companies and and touring uh touring productions i mean i used to do a lot of lighting yeah. uh, on the road and i i mean i was never with broadway tours but i did stuff all over the place mm -hmm. you know and one of the things definitely was that you know people would drink a lot mm -hmm. and go out to eat a lot and there's a lot of downtime kind of sitting around and i mean what my friends and i who used to do rigging i mean we would haul pieces of truss back and forth across the arena <laughs> as a form of working just, out. Yeah. I mean, we would put, you know, 100 foot cables on our shoulders and like race around because we needed to be doing something physical, which I guess is sort of like yeah. proto CrossFit. I mean, this is like 20 years I ago. I mean, yeah, yeah, you were ahead of the curve. And yeah. you know, when when you are a performer, singer, dancer, actor in a, in a Broadway show, it's a grueling schedule. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's eight shows a week. Um, you know, you generally have Mondays off, but you're doing shows every other day, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So they're really athletes. And when you really see the physicality that's involved in a lot of these productions, you know, I look after Les Miserables, I look after uh, Waitress, uh, Chicago. Um, these dancers and these performers in these shows have to maintain their physical fitness. Yeah. And so health and fitness goes hand in hand with it. And you, they have to stay on top of their diet, nutrition, working out so that they're able to have the stamina and, and frankly, you know, be healthy enough to do that sort of performance schedule. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I, my sense is that that has changed in the last 20 years. I yep. mean, 20 years ago, I remember the dancers were all standing by the stage or smoking. Yeah, right. it's a different world. And now world. I feel like you'd never see that. You would never yeah. see it. Yeah, there is ever, definitely ever. a health consciousness happening, um, I think, in every, every industry, you know. I think what we've been seeing here in Charleston especially is that we do have a lot of food and wine industry people at the gym. Um, and, you know, Miles, Miles White and Femi, who own the Graft Wine Shop there, they, they are members that come to the gym in sure. the morning. And Miles specifically says, he's like, yeah, I'm sweating off the alcohol that I had the <laughs> night before. But that's, you know, but that's the reason why we're here, you know. And that's what's great about a gym. And I, I really, I really am a big supporter of the group fitness world because, there's such an accountability to it of just showing up and having this one hour a day that you do for yourself and it's like your time and then you can go off and do your job or work at your restaurant or go to your bank or wherever you're working. But it's like that one hour, that time that you take for yourself that just makes you feel good. It kickstarts your day. Mm -hmm. um, some people like it at the end of their day sort of as a bit of a reward. Sure. Um, but I think it, it's super important to incorporate that in, into your life. So tell me a little bit about, I mean, I, I know a little bit about CrossFit, but yep. so for instance, like if I were to come to your class at mm -hmm. 6 a.m., yes. what happens in that class? Great. Uh, that, I love this question because um, the, so the sort of the premise of CrossFit is that um, we, we do high intensity functional training and it's all constantly varied. Um, and it's also data that is measured. So we'll always do a workout that if we wanted to repeat it 
let's say six months from now, we'll be able to take that data that we get, whether it's how fast you did it or what weights you lifted or um, how fast you rode, um, we would be able to repeat that six months from now and see if you got better over time, I right? See. Which that's why I love CrossFit because I love the data that it, that it provides. Um, so just a normal CrossFit class, would, you would come in and we would, we would do what's called a general warm-up. I just want to get you sweaty. I just want to get you sweaty and raring to go. I call it getting the kinks out. Right, you know, especially at 6 a.m. in the morning. So then, uh, at that, after that general warm up, then you we do what's called the specific warm up, which is we're we're going to focus on the movements that we're going to do in the main workout. So let's say we're doing uh, goblet squats. We'll go grab a kettlebell. We'll go over the points of performance when it comes to your squatting and where you're going to hold the bell and how fast I want you to do it. Like if it's the stimulus is that you're going to go light and fast versus heavy and slow. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you know what that is. Then we're going to go to the whiteboard. We're going to prep. We're going to say, okay, this is the workout of the day. You're going to, these are the three movements that you're going to do. We're going to try to get as many rounds as we can in 15 minutes. And then we, I go pee break, water break. And then in two minutes, we're going to go. And then I say three, two, one, go. And we go. Um, and for me, it's as a coach, and the reason why I love CrossFit so much is that, you know, it's about mechanics. If I get you moving really well, you are going to ultimately get fitter. Sure. You know, if you're moving like crap, not so much. That that's when you get injured. So, right. so for me, I'm I'm like, okay, your mechanics have to be precise. Then you have to make that mechanic look identical every single time. So we call it consistency of those mechanics. And then finally, the little piece of ingredient, the the final ingredient, the icing on the cake is the intensity factor. If I can get you to do that fast, your adaptation. Will will be faster, right? right? Oh, and, and then you'll get fitter over time, right? And what's really cool about CrossFit? It's all relative, right? I mean, people their first sort of exposure to CrossFit might be what you see on ESPN, <laughs> yeah, or the CrossFit games, and they see these that's like watching the Super Bowl, yeah. you know, you they know. see these incredible athletes. But what's amazing about it is in a class setting, we have some of those types of athletes in our gym, absolutely that compete on a national level, but they can do the same workout as someone that's in our gym that's sixty plus retired, mm -hmm. but just wants to work out. So it's about, you know, weight. It's about speed. It's about that what works for you. It's all you. relative, right? So yeah. they can do the same workout, but they can both get the same benefit out of it. Sure. It's just at a different at a different uh, stimulus. Right. Hold and I think that's what's so unique. And, you know, it is daunting at first when you hear the word CrossFit because you do see, you know, the CrossFit yeah, games on TV. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know, yeah. You know, and and look, like, that, I always tell people, I say, that's like watching the NFL <laughs> and saying, oh, I'm not going to throw a ball in the football field because I'm not that good. Right. You yeah. know, you have to start somewhere. And um, it, it's amazing that, you know, that repeated daily workout and the results that it can produce over time because that movement is measured and you can see the measurable change as like Alan says, your weights go up or your times get quicker and that's rewarding. Mm -hmm. So to have that consistent reward is actually really, really good for keeping you there and keeping, keeping you, you consistent. And well, absolutely. next year when I'm in town for the festival, I'm coming to a club. Oh, you I, must. Would love, you I must. would love to do that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. So as a coach, Alan, yes. um, do you also talk with your clients about uh, food yeah, oh, yeah. And, and consumption. Tell me a little bit about how that conversation works. Yeah, so uh, actually Rhapsody, um, we instituted what's called the Rhapsody Way. So every member in the gym, we sit down and we go over goals on a quarterly basis. And a lot of times it is uh, about nutrition and it's about uh, recovery and it's about sleep and all of that. Um, I am, I am um, sort of opposite in the sense of I, 
I don't like anything restrictive. Like, if you want to go to Chubby Fish, I will, well, let's get a reservation and I'll go with you. Right. Yeah, <laughs> right? I'm not going to say, no, don't do that. Um, I, I just want to bring mindfulness to what you are putting in your body. Sure. Right? So if, you are, if you're making the decision that you want to go to, let's say, um, even though uh, Leon's and you want to have the fried chicken there, which is phenomenal, um, y- you are making that, that choice for yourself and you're saying, yes, I'm going to have this. Versus it just being a daily thing and sort of not thought about. Right. Um, so, um, and it should be coupled, right? I, and your last, uh, the last uh, guest that was on, she was talking about moderation. Yep. Um, and yes, of course, there's always moderation, but also, like, I still want you to live. You, you have know, to enjoy life. <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> One of the greatest joys in yeah. life is good food. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, so. You know? And so, yes, we do talk about that. And, and. I, I always, my, one of my mantras about life is keep it simple, stupid, like keep it down to the basics of like in your, in your meals, like you should obviously have as much, as many green things in your, in your plate as you possibly can. Um, and sort of limit the white things that are on your plate, right? right? Um, you should have, um, a, a good source of protein, whether that's chicken or turkey or fish, um, beef's okay, uh, in moderation. Um, but that's sort of my diet. Yep. Um, and then uh, and then not eating too much, right? Your body is really good at telling you when you're full, when you're eating really good things. Um, and so that, those are sort of how I live my life. Um, and that's how, how I pinpoint uh, things for people as well. And, you know, it can be one spectrum of where somebody's like, I want to count my macros. I want to know exactly what's going on in. I'm going to, you know, put it in my fitness pal. I'm going right. to, you know... I'm, right, I'm going to measure ounces of water. 100%. Yeah. And granted, if you can do that, absolutely do that. 100%. For me, I can't. Right. I just can't. I'm like, I, you know, I can, I know that I'm having an apple right now and I know that that's really healthy for me. Right. You know? Right. So, yeah, that's sort of, but we, we, it's different, like Trinity was saying, it's different for, like, everybody's journey is different, right? Um, and it can be from that spectrum all the way to, like, I just want to get better and get off the couch more and, and come in and, and get fit. So when I come in in a year, when I'm down here again, yes. and I come for a class, what is Rhapsody going to look like? Are, are there expansion plans? Are you basically just kind of, like, running at full steam ahead and, like, fine-tuning the business? Yeah, I mean, there are definitely expansion plans that we've been working on, um, whether that be here in Charleston or beyond. Um, And, you know, we just keep pouring our energy and resources back into our community because we find that when we do that, we grow Mm -hmm. organically. And so we're just going to keep doing what we're doing and, um, and, and see where that takes us. You know, and we haven't we haven't even really dipped in too much into sort of the um, we call it corporate wellness, but the corporate wellness sphere. Yeah. You know, maybe getting getting connected to more businesses here, so then we can have more um, outlets for the 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 restaurants around. Because you know, we're on we're at 700 King Street, which is we have Leon's, yep, Oyster uh, Oyster Shack. We have uh, Melfi's right across the street. We have Maison, and we have Little Jack's Tavern. Right. You know, we have those and four. Graft is right and Graft there too. And Craft is shop. next door. Absolutely, um, you know, and to to be able to help facilitate um, a health, a more health conscious wellness because their their hours are just as uh, or even yeah. longer, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, um, yep. and to to give them support in any way we can. I mean, that's really important to us. You know, we even though Charleston feels it's. Even Charleston acts like a big city. It's not a big city. It's a really, sure. it's a small town, and everybody knows each other, right? Yep. Um, and we want to help 
facilitate a, a more health conscious. So when the wine and food festival is done, when we're left here with the with with the rest of the community, we can we can help support them in any way we can. Great. And as we wrap up here, uh, where can people find out more? What's your website and Instagram, that kind of thing? So RhapsodyCrossFit.com is is our website, and it's Rhapsody CrossFit on Instagram. And then also, uh, if you want to follow us, yeah, up, yeah. Uh, and the podcast is Rhapsody Radio. It's on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Um, and it's a Rhapsody Radio Show at, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you, Trinity. Thank you, Alan, so much for coming. To thank sit down you for with me. having us. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network On Tour. I'm Harry Rosenblum, coming to you from the Charleston Wine and Food Festival. Thanks again from Ben's friends for making today's coverage possible. Stay tuned for more. This program is powered by Simplecast.